Germany, 377 medals. Norway, 329 medals. Russia, 314 medals. These are the countries at the summit of Winter Olympic success. This show is not about those countries. This show is about the little guys. The underdogs. The athletes with a pocket full of dreams and everything to prove. This is Medallica, colon, minnows versus the world, colon, cul-de-sac to Korea. Hello and welcome to Medallica, colon, minnows versus the world, colon, cul-de-sac to Korea. It is day nine. Yes. Yes, it's day nine of just so many days. So many days, and it does not at all feel like we've been living in Korea for five years. We've, I feel like we've become part of this hotel. We are Nicholson in The Shining. (laughs) So, let's dive straight into it. Feature athletes. Oh, that is very annoying. (laughs) (laughs) Feature athletes. Peter Michael. Yes. The boys in the team pursuit. Shane, Rion, Peter. Yep. They threw down. Oh, yeah. We thought initially that they were maybe not going to make it through, but uh, their time was good enough to qualify for the semis in fourth. Yep. Which means they are now a 25% chance of winning New Zealand's first gold because everyone has equal chance yep. in, in sports. Yeah, absolutely. That's how the, skill works. That's how statistics work too. Yeah, we're really happy. Peter Michael is speed skating. He sure is. He literally threw that up on Instagram this morning. <laughs> Fucking oath, and people got around him in a big way, didn't uh, they? Oh, shit, yeah. Yeah, so the Lord is uh, is alive and kicking, and I think the final for that is in two days' time. I think it's the twenty second. Sure, might be the twenty third. Whatever it is, it's uh, <laughs> it's not it's not even close to Peter's last event. He's then got to do the mass start, which sounds a little bit like the running of the fucking bulls on ice. Oh yeah, but uh, but yeah. So stay tuned to that. Uh, the Latvian bobsled team, not really a feature athlete no, of ours. No, no, no. But I mean, Latvia are absolutely killing it in the minnow medals, which we'll get to a bit later. But they have an addiction to sliding, to silver medals. Oh, they're, they're fucking, they, they fucking just, allergic to gold. They they are. It's 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 ridiculous that every time you think that it's going to happen, it just simply doesn't. It slips. <sighs> they, they've been snatching fucking defeat from the jaws of victory for for a, the better part of a hundred years. Oh yeah. So the Latvian bobsled team uh, qualified in. They were first after their heat yesterday. Mm. Um, and then in their second heat, they managed to, to slip a little bit. They're in fourth at the moment. And there's another Latvian team in sixth. But bobsledge, anything it's can a, happen. As the they, German team as they fucking crash. As they say, it's a German's game. Oh, it's so Deutsch. It's ridiculous. It's so it fucking like, Deutsch up there. They three teams. Yeah. and they Three teams. And they all look like they've painted their fucking sleds based on a Hot Wheels track. Yeah. <laughs> Guy Fieri has designed them all. It's horrible. Uh, but yeah, legit yesterday, German team... Comes through the uh, through the finish line and then promptly and inexplicably flip the sled. It's yeah. like it's like they've just gone, Whoa, spring break just <laughs> yeah. flips the fucker. <laughs> and all of a sudden the crowd it's like that scene in Cool Runnings to come back to the only bobsled reference most of the world has. Yeah. Where uh the Jamaican sled uh turns over yeah. and there's just the whole crowd, no one saying anything. Same thing. They cut to uh the uh, it's trademark old man that every uh, sporting team must have. Yeah. You must have an old guy. Yeah. The German old guy is, is he's speechless. He's there. Mm. He's, he's got, got his, his hands, it, hands over his mouth. Hands over his mouth, yeah. And then all of a sudden, 
they emerge. Yep. Fist pumped to the crowd. Fucking Dieter and Franz. And Bruno. They, they get out of the thing and they're just fist pumping and they're loving life because despite the fact that they did crash, it was only in the final, like they'd already finished the race. And, and they, and and they, they achieved the fastest time. Yep. Yep. So, uh, so yeah, good luck to uh, the Latvians tonight. Not the Germans though. Not the Germans. The Germans can fuck right off. Absolutely. Join the club. Yep. Oh, we're so close to our exclusive interview with the Nigerian bobsled team. Oh, wow. Yeah. Hottest tomorrow. property in the Olympics. Absolutely. It's going to be the best. Everybody wants a piece of them. They have, they have said, Gus and Rig, we want to give you a, a, a face-to-face exclusive trackside interview. And first, no one does that. First of its kind. Yep. We, we pitched them the idea. They loved it. Yep. We're getting people messaging us from all over the world being like, what are you doing that's going to be so th- you have to see it to believe it. Yeah, a- absolutely. So, and, and TV networks, radio stations, they're yep. all blowing up. They're like, yeah. we couldn't get an interview with these guys. How did you two hacks? And we said, look, uh, we're, we're just, uh, we're just two battlers making our way through a sea of mediocrity, which you fucks have created. Yep. You dead set fucks. You created this. Yeah. <laughs> this we, monster we, we, is we, of your own making. We are the Taliban that you have created. <laughs> <laughs> Brand. Brand. You're the worst. <laughs> so finally, Sarah Hofflin. Hoffmania is still in full swing. Oh, yeah. She won the gold in the slow this, style. Because this hangover has lasted two <laughs> it's days. Lasted two days. I've, I've warned you, Rig. When you turn 30, shit gets really uh, fucked up. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, Hoffmania, we said to Sarah, look, uh, do you want to, do you want to send, uh, send us something to, to shout out to our, uh, to our listeners? Everybody's very excited about the medal. And we got, this voicemail at 5am this morning. Hey, this is Sarah Hoflin. It's 5.40 in the fucking morning, so I have to whisper. But I'm a Swiss ambassador to Rikistan. Thank you to all the people of the great nation of Rikistan for all of your support. This gold medal is for you, motherfuckers. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> It's still the creepiest thing I've ever heard. It's the creepiest thing. When we heard that the first time, <laughs> I, I looked at you and I'm like, oh no, she's in trouble. <laughs> we were like, she sounds like Neeson's daughter in Taken. Yeah, yeah. It sounded like a fucking ransom note. Yeah. I was like, what? This is Sarah Hoffman. <laughs> I am in I am the Swiss ambassador to, <laughs> to Rigistan. Please send one Please. million Frank. <laughs> Oh man, but what a legend for doing that. She did it at 5.40 in the morning. Yeah, we didn't ask her to do it then. Uh, yeah, we didn't ask her to do it. She just saw it then and was like, fine, I'm just going to do it from my bed. Just totally. two hours sleep after punching beers and darts for the last <laughs> two days. all over it. Which Sarah, is exactly what we were doing. Totally. See, I hope your breakfast date with your mum went well after you basically had no sleep and 40 cartons of cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> so, into Minnow Medals. Rig, yeah. what are we looking at? Minnow Medal Tally, mate. How's this? The one, two, three has changed again from yesterday. New, New Zealand have gone on an absolute tear. Yes. They're making moves. The Kiwis earn the fern. That's it. Fucking kicking tires, lighting fires is NZ. And they are guaranteed a gallium in the T pursuit as well, but they've moved up from third to second. They've got seven gallium, four steel, three brass for 14 overall. Oh, that is, they were on fucking nine yesterday. It, yeah, it was, it was huge. Four was, gallium yesterday. They've absolutely torn it. They've smashed it. Latvia still within touching distance of New Zealand, mm. but I mean, they've got 24 medals overall, but we don't do that bullshit American method of overall medals. No, nah, no, nah, gallium or bust. Gallium or bust. That's all the whereabout. Another interesting thing, Chinese Taipei notched their third gallium medal of the Games. Fun fact, all three gallium, one athlete. 
Yu Tin Huang. Oh, in huge the in the speed skating. skating. And first races again tonight. Bang. First this could be a four-time Gallium medalist. It's amazing. Yeah, the Michael Phelps of the minnows. Oh, yeah. She's killing it. Oh, all over it. Sweet. So that gets us into our segment where we ham-fist the shit out of everything that doesn't fit nicely into any of our other segments. Career advisors. Absolutely. It's 10 pounds of shit stuffed into a five-pound bag. Yeah, it's the sausage you never wanted. Yep. So first up, as athletes keep finishing their uh, their events and they look to do extracurricular things, party, uh, punch darts, a.k.a. Hoffmania, yeah. uh, and uh, get around uh, the uh, the Tinder scene, there are Instagram accounts that have started popping up, which are mm. just screenshotting the Tinder profiles of athletes. So that got us thinking, we're already being taken seriously as a nation by about 10% of the people we meet. And this has to be the next step. The next, next step, logical step. The next step is to have... Rig, as a Rigistani Olympian, featured on an Instagram account dedicated to the Tinder profiles of Olympians. Yes. It's how you make it. It's it's how you know that you're a legitimate athlete at the Pyeongchang 2018 Olympics. <laughs> Absolutely. So the big issue for us is that for anyone that's seen Rig, uh, they would know that he does not look like a Winter Olympian. <sighs> Why do you? Why do you say it like that? It's a. Compliment. You've been calling me husky for three weeks. Yeah, it's a. It's a compliment in the snow. That uh, you'll live much longer than I will. That what? I'll slice you open and live inside you like Star Wars, <laughs> like Bear Grylls in a camel. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, if anyone hasn't seen us, then jump onto our Facebook and you can see some shit of us in Lycra, and that is kind of why we realised yeah, that I'm d- it shouldn't be I, a Lycra It shouldn't sport. be a Lycra sport, no. So we thought, okay, we need an expert opinion here. Yeah. And so sort out one man, Australian gold medalist, Stephen Bradbury. The real miracle on ice. A.K.A. the guy who hates us more than anybody oh, else. Oh, yeah, we are public enemy number one for him. But before he hated us, he did this interview. So what we need to ask you is, which Olympic sport has the sloppiest rigs. <laughs> <laughs> the sloppiest rigs. Well, um, I kind of recall Eddie the Eagle having a few uh, handles as he went down on the ski jumping. <laughs> but uh, but the guys that are winning that are extremely thin and extremely fit. So um, maybe it wouldn't be that one. And, I mean, the obvious choice is curling, isn't it? I mean, ah, got, yes. I knew it. Grip into the curling. Right. That is brutal. <laughs> it's great to know that Bradbury, after seeing me in the flesh, has basically told me, ergo, the world and the Tinder community, that I've got the body of a middle-aged trucker. <laughs> Good yeah. Lord. Could he see you in Lycra? Absolutely not. No. Nah. Could he see you in the world's most bland piece of shit clothing, <laughs> a.k.a. a polo shirt? <laughs> Fucking absolutely. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and just holding a domestic house broom. <laughs> So that's our mission today, is to create Riggs' Tinder profile, his Olympic Tinder profile. And fortunately, uh, we've struck up quite a rapport with our mates. Oh, rapport's a bit generous. Well, it, it's kind of, it's the ultimate odd couple. Yeah. They hate us, and we need their broom. It's like people watching horror movies. They don't particularly like horror movies. They just go in because they're fascinated to see how it's going to end. <laughs> Yeah, we have made a lot of enemies, so we will be murdered. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like with any good horror movie, we know who's going to die first. The Rigistanis. 
<laughs> the other thing we need to talk about is the bizarre food options at every 7-Eleven. Oh, my God. They are ridiculous. For fuck's sake. It's, it's so bizarre. Okay, so the other day we were out of the games and we were in a train station and this thing gets raided like it's the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> yeah. like no go- one ever restocks in no Korea. No one restocks anything in Korea, especially at these little 7-Elevens at the games. And we are in the store and there are legit eight different types of the one good, which... I get it, right? You're thinking, okay, that's fine. I see different types of different brands of, of different foods all the time. Only that the good is dried, pressed, fermented squid. Oh, for fuck's sake. I could not believe it. Like it was, like there was six or seven different varieties of this fucking squid, like it was Pringles and Ruffles and fucking Smith's <laughs> chips, but it was squid. Yeah, yeah. And, and when we're talking about uh, it being dried, pressed squid, we're not fucking around. Like, no. it is literally tentacles, head, eyes, and all. Well, you can see it, can't you? Yeah, it's like a beef jerky packet. Like, you've got the transparent window. Yeah. And, uh, and the icon for this fucking packet is a squid that looks like it's taken all its crack for the week. <laughs> grinning its fucking <laughs> dick off. <laughs> I, lo- <laughs> I love how you said he's taken his crack for the week. Like, <laughs> like there's an allotment in his script. He's walked back to his wife and she's gone, Gerald, have you had all of this week's crack? Lay off me, Kelly. I need to do some goddamn photo shoot for some fucking fried squid packets. Yeah, yeah, he's just an octogenarian. He's got all of his shit divided up into seven different compartments of crack and he's gone, fuck it, I'm getting real lit this Tuesday. Take the edge off. Yeah, so that's the squid. In the same vein, 7-Elevens. I've been getting really sick. And I headed downstairs to our Hotel 7-Eleven that doesn't ever close. And apparently that's news to nobody but me. And said, do you have anything for the, for runny, for runny nose? Do you have any nose cold, uh, medicine pills? And the guy's just like, oh, and goes back of house, emerges with this fucking box written in just Korean. And I'm like, okay. So this is good for the cold? And he's like, what? (laughs) (laughs) So I just bought it. (laughs) Because it was a choice between that or uh, the Korean medicine I can't understand or my mum's expired prescription pharmaceuticals. My God, that is a would you rather if I've ever seen one. (laughs) Would you rather pharmaceuticals that you cannot read for a condition you may not have. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or drugs that you know are in English and work for that purpose, but they've expired three years ago. Well, I know which one I'm taking. <laughs> give me the Korean drugs. Give me, give me, give me, give me. <laughs> oh, anyway, we've got some sports to talk about. Mad Olympic news here. Oh, yeah. So uh, two days ago or yesterday, can't remember, all the days blur into one. Yep. There is... Sure do. There is a snowboarder who just won the fucking Super G, which is a skiing event. Yeah. She was on borrowed skis. From Michaela Schifrin. From Michaela Schifrin. Yeah. Uh, Ah. When are these Yanks going to realise, stop helping the competition of Polo Antonono, Michaela Schifrin. Yeah, she got absolutely chewed out by her coach, surely, after that. They never learned. Lindsay Vons just come up to her from the US and gone, you're fucking kidding. If you didn't lend that chick skis, then I I would be be in a medal. My favourite part about this is the fact that... 
people in winter sports, depending on the on the way that the winter sport is structured, announcers seem to think that the fucking event is over after half the field is oh, gone. So, in, so in, true. In, in most Olympic events, uh, you'll have, depending on the size of the field, anywhere from three to six kind of real medal contenders. Sure. And we noticed this first when we went to go see Peter Taufatua in the cross-country skiing. There was pro- there was a handful of, of people who were really challenging for, for medals. Because the cross-country skiing is a time trial. It's a time trial. There's 120 so, of them and yeah. they go off in 30-second increments. But really, there, there was only about six or, or seven guys who were really in, in with a chance for a medal. Yeah. And they went off after this one guy crossed the line and there's like, that is gold, historic gold, triple gold... 50 people had finished. Yeah, if, if that. And, and then these blokes, the, the gold, silver, and bronze guys, are taking fucking photos together. Yeah, they've, they've got, got the flags in their hands. We're like, there's oh. 70 people left yeah, to come. Se- and that's exactly what happened at the Super G. It's the greatest. The, 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 was it the Austrian who was the favourite yes. for that? So the Austrian blazes down the hill. Yep. And they're just like, wow, what a run. She's got to be happy with that. Gold there's your medal. gold medalist. There's your gold medalist. It's all there. And then this chick on borrowed skis comes out of nowhere, rides down the hill, fucking blazes the field. She's ranked 46th in the world. Yeah. She's literally done this for shits and gigs she only on different tra- skis. She only trains on skis on the days with, that she can't snowboard. So she yeah. trains once a week on it's skis. It's ridiculous. And then she gets to the bottom and the girls are all, are all like, what? Who the fuck are you? And what just happened? Yeah. And then one of them has had to shuffle off with her flag in hand. Yeah. She, she's already gotten all of the, uh, the Super hugs. Bowl style hats out. Yeah. The, <laughs> all of her shirts are being sent to Africa. Yeah. Liechtenstein, bronze. <laughs> oh, shit. Burn the hats. Burn, <laughs> burn them immediately. Oh, it's just, she was getting, she was getting hugs. People were fucking dabbing in front of her. Oh, it was the It best. was all happening. And it just all came undone because uh, Esther Ledecker, I think, was, yep, was her name. Correct. She Czechoslovakia. Uh, I think, uh, I think she's... Czechoslovakia ceased to be a country in '93. Czech we're Republic. Not, we're not editing that out either. So Czech Republic, she was from. There we go. And uh, yeah, she tore it, tore it up. I love it. So uh, that's congratulations uh, to Esther Ledecker. The other congratulations <laughs> is is to everyone who did not dope, yeah. which is. Everyone but one fucking bloke. Yeah. You're, okay, so let's just... We'll take it back one step. The Russians. Yes. They had one fucking job. <laughs> Do not, not dope. dope. <laughs> Couldn't get that shit together. Nope. But the one bloke who decided, fucking, let's get on the horse and see what happens. Pissing in the wind. Is from the sport where it does not fucking matter. Yep. He won a curling bronze medal. <laughs> And he failed his A sample. (laughs) It is massively hot news over here at the moment as the Russians are being flown in by the IOC, who, as you can imagine, are on sweet terms. Yeah. And they've gone, hey, Russia, get over here. One of your fucking curling chavs has just failed his A sample. Thomas Bach fucking left the gym after (laughs) punching the shit out of the bag this morning. And has gone, I'm fucking ready. He's got Eye of the Tiger on loop on his fucking Beats by Dre headphones. Yeah. He's ready to throw down with these Russians. He's gone straight to the airport. He's the, he's there by himself. He's there it's by 4am. Like he's he's it, just stewing and he, waiting for this plane from Moscow to get he's in. He's sending a message. As soon as the plane lands, he's going to be decked out a la Peter Taufatua, shirtless in minus four degrees, nothing but his fists raised. Let's do this. 
fuck. Anyway, so yeah, this uh, this bloke, bronze in the mix curling, took human growth hormone for no fucking reason. Like, as, why? As we've said, it's like taking cocaine for poultry slam. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, it's like taking it, it just, methamphetamines for darts. It's just... It's smacks of desperation. It's the worst. It's trying to pick up at the club at 3am when the lights have come on. Shotgun. Yeah. <laughs> absolute shotguns. I don't know how this... How did this occur? How do you explain... You can't explain this away either. It's not one of those things where it's like, I accidentally took HGH for curling. Oh. You knowingly took HGH for curling. I don't know. You and I had some weird Red Bull in, uh, installed the other day. I think we <laughs> just had our fair share of HGH. <laughs> um, but what about him trying to explain it to his mixed doubles partner? This poor chick who fucking has decided that she doesn't need a, a major steroid to do lawn bowls. Yeah. If they're, if if men around the world hated this dude already by purely being near this chick because she exploded oh, because of the way she looks. Absolutely. They absolutely want his blood. They want his head on a plate and they're just like, you fucking don't deserve her. <laughs> Bunch of fat dudes on the couch. Yeah, yeah. They took it, yeah. They took our girl. Um. So, yeah, that's uh, that's what's up with that. Finally, we have a massive bone to pick with Korea. Why the fuck is everything shut? Oh, this is the worst. Trying to eat here is just balls. I mean, we know it's a Lunar New Year, but also, this has been happening since we got here. Yeah. Okay, here's, here's, here's a real bone I've got to, I've got to pick. So, we are in a hotel near, near the section um, of, of Seoul called Myeongdong. Um, it's a very famous shopping strip. And this is a place where the the shops are open until you know eleven at eleven p.m. eleven p.m. to even some are even open at midnight. So you can you can go and you know shop to your heart's content. Yeah. The weird thing is, most food options close at nine thirty. Yeah. What the fuck is so that? So I'm like, how the fuck can you buy a pair of Nike trainers and not be able to get some fucking noodles well, at the it, same time? I just I don't understand. It's common shopping knowledge that you eat after you shop. So you shop. Then once it, once it's done, then then you go and eat. Yeah, and then I mean this also happened the other night as well, where we were going ahead. We were going to meet our friends uh, Sarah and Easy Rider uh, at, at a pub that they told us to go to, and we covered it in the cast yesterday, uh, where you pour your own beer. Tap but, public, tap public. Um, but we had looked it up on Google. Okay, fair enough. We took it. We took it over there, and we arrived, and. I then chose to look up whether it was open or closed, <laughs> and it said closed. And I was like, what? It was a Saturday night. Yeah. And I was like, there is no fucking way that this is the case. And thankfully, it wasn't. But yeah, because we sent a we message totally to expected, Sarah But we saying, totally expected that, though. Yeah, we sent a message to Sarah saying, hey, shit, this uh, this place is closed. Our bad. Um, hope you guys haven't left, because I got a kid and they had a babysitter. Uh, hope you haven't left. Um, we'll we'll pick pick somewhere else. And she just sends back a picture of herself drinking a beer and is like, you two are actual idiots. Yeah. The, I, I love the best part where we were freaking out about them being late and then we walked to their house afterwards and they lived around, around the, the corner. corner. <laughs> yeah, correct. So, yeah, Korea, sort your shit out. We, we need to definitely know that when something says that it's going to be closed, it's closed. When something says it's going to be open, it's open. Uh, yeah. And just this is, this level of communication is fucked. And today, today is a real bad one because we were told by Aaron, our translator oh, here on the ground, Mondays. that Mondays are the day of rest for most Koreans. So today, That's is, so today, every fucking day is. Today, if you work in hospitality in Korea, 
It's Sunday every day. <laughs> Today is going to be just the worst. Oh, God. It's not as bad. I'm not feeling great after those pizzas that we got ordered to the hotel last night. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Definite, definite eyes bigger than the stomach type scenario. For sure. Anyway, that brings us to Donut Spotlight. Yep. And it is time to roll through with... Andorra. Perfect. Yes. It's been coming. It has been, uh, especially, I thought, I thought it was, it was rife for a, for a spotlight it's segment. Time. Because, uh, after they're, they're, they're doing, they've got a great showing in the Minnow Medal so far. They ripped into second yesterday and they've moved down to third today. Andorra is a small landlocked nation in between France and Spain in the Pyrenees. They have a, a, a population of about 78,000 people. So very tiny. Whoa. But they've been to every Winter Olympics since 76. Mm-hmm. So they've got a proud tradition. They love their skiing and their winter sport. Uh, but they have had limited success, which is weird because they've got this one guy uh, who is their, their kind of most decorated athlete. He was on the FIS tour, which is obviously the Federation Internationale de Ski, yep. uh, which kind of um, you know runs all these all these skiing events. And he's got some real high plays. He had some he had some ones and twos and and, and threes oh, in shit. terms of finish. So he was right up there. But every time I went to the Olympics, it was like he just, he just 24, 37. Yeah. It was just you know wasn't great. And that's been a pretty pretty good trend for Andorra uh, over that time. Funnily, one of the main sports that they have, this is all apart from winter sports, is uh, castelling, which is the oh. method of building human towers. Yeah, holy shit. And if they you are, haven't seen this. Fuck, they are all about it. It's, it. It should basically be called, I hate my kids and I want them to die. Yeah, it's 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 mental. Basically, you, you create towers of humans, so you, you kind of, the whole thing is based around, you have to assemble the tower from the bottom up. Yeah, made of you, humans. Yep, and then a guy gets to the top, he's like the star on the Christmas tree, mm. and then he has to get on the top and just open his palm yep. in his right hand do, to do, signify that this is it. Power salute, open the palm, yep. and that's it. Yeah, power uh, salute, and then you have to disassemble. Yeah, the disassembling part is the point at which I think this is a fatal idea. So, and you're absolutely correct, because the disassembly of the tower is the most dangerous part. Fucking by a long way. Yeah, so, I mean, that's huge, but... They actually have competitions for this. Like, it's a legit sport. Like a race? Yeah. Or it's like a height it's, it's kind of, it's, it's, it's a race plus difficulty thing. So it has a lot to do with that kind of, those kinds of sports like the Winter Olympics where <laughs> you have technique <laughs> things and all that sort of stuff. So you have certain, uh, things. So in the same way that figure skating has like a sow cow and a lutz and, and stuff like that. They have yeah, like settle, a settle down, mate. They have like a four of six and a five of six with a needle and all these weird fucking things yeah, right. uh, that they that they make and people are like, mm, yes, there's a five of six with a needle. They'll, they'll be really happy with that. <laughs> like, but of course it's in Spanish. Or, well, not Spanish in Catalan. So they're just like, ah, no, 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 it, it, it's like that, and and Andorra are actually pretty pretty good at it for for a, for a country that have only put together Castelling in the last kind of ten years. Um, they won People's Choice in terms of the team in the league uh, a few there years ago. A, there's, hold on, mate. There's mate, a league. You can't, you there's can't a, there's skip a, over that like you just delivered an inane run of the mill fact. Yeah. There's a fucking People's Choice award for Castelling. Oh yeah, because it's part of the league, and oh. they went to this they went to this championship, and people were like we like the cut of their jib. How so much, we're giving them the people's choice. How much does this sound like a local 10-pin bowling league? Oh, like people, absolutely. People are right into it. Everyone outside of it says, this is really antisocial and very strange. It's really, re- like, it sounds like, it's, it's a legit thing. It was like, I was reading one of the articles and it was like... It's a stadium sport as was, well. It was like, they participated, yeah, kind of, but they, they, they participated in this championship, uh, in their first championship in, in 2014 or something. 
And the article was like, yeah, they came up, they didn't have the required uniforms, so they just wore white I'm like, uniforms? And then I looked at the uniform, and it's like, they must wear black pants, white shirts, and a fucking bandana thing. And it's like, it's like the kind of running of the bulls uh, it's, type uniform. It, it, it's like cricket. It's like yeah. test cricket. It's, it's insane. And it's, just, and it's just like, yes, they didn't even have shirts. Like, the uniforms, <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> fucking cut them a break. The, they, they don't have fucking obscure bandanas. The, uh, the president of their program is Peter Tal. For the Fua. He's like, you don't need fucking shirts, lads. <laughs> you don't need shirts. <laughs> you just need coconut oil. Here's your uniform, hands on a bottle. <laughs> coconut oil. And the only other the other great and or effect, which I couldn't wedge in any other way, but this is a fantastic uh, fact for anybody who wants to know anything about Andorra. Yeah. In nineteen sixty two, Andorra's defense budget was four dollars ninety. Ladies was- and gentlemen, Mr. Basil Zemplis. Yeah. <laughs> Was four dollars ninety for some cartridges that were required to train the eleven police officers that the oh, country had at the time, man, for I, target practice. You'd you'd love to live in a country that spends four dollars ninety on its defence, wouldn't you? Yeah, it's great. Like it's got it's kind of like going. I'm pretty sure that we're not going to need anything resembling an army ever. And the reason why I know that is because it was covered in a song called Andorra. That was performed by Pete Seeger. Oh, what? Oh, yeah. It's a bizarre country with some bizarre fucking facts. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm about... Okay, well, that's all we've got time for. I've got to go listen to fucking Andorra by Pete Seeger. <laughs> we'll see you guys tomorrow. See you guys.